Greg the Bard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Baseball with the Bard. Uh, so just a quick introduction here about what you could expect here. Um, we're kind of aiming for a This Week in Baseball vibe. So we're going to tell you when we start the show about what's happening in baseball, um, all the big news, big scores you may need to know about, and then we'll just go from there. Uh, and we're going to focus in uh, more hard on the Red Sox, the Yankees, and uh, the rest of the AL East, you know, the guys who actually matter. <laughs> wow. Wow. I had to go there, Noah. I had to. Jeez, that was... <laughs> You're starting off hey. hot. I had to start off high. We're coming in hot. It's a new show, you know? Right, um, so, yeah, let's just do some quick introductions. So my name's Tyler Bard. I'll be your host for Baseball with the Bard with my co-host over – oh, let's see if I do this right that way. Noah Cross. Yes. <laughs> um, Noah I am a Red Sox fan. Been a Red Sox fan my whole life. Um, and uh, the two of us can talk about baseball for hours on end. So we thought, you know what? Let's do a podcast. What, what what better plan? And uh, Noah, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. For sure. My name's Noah, Noah Cross, Noah Cross the magician to some professional magician. And as Tyler said, I'm a huge Yankees fan. As you see, I have my, my collection here. You got number 99, Aaron Judge. You got Didi Gregorius, my favorite, but he's gone off to uh, the Philly, so that's sad. But I am a big baseball fan at heart, so I also have David Ortiz here because I respect the game. You got to respect Big Poppy. I mean, you can't get any better of than course. that. But as Tyler said, we're here to have fun. for sure, we're here to have fun. We're here to talk baseball, and we hope you join us. It'll be a great time. I am so looking forward to getting this rolling. So our plan today, um, since baseball hasn't fully started yet, we did have our first spring training games uh, yesterday in heavy quotations, um, where the Yankees showed they looked like they were ready. They said Rick Por- they said Rick Porcello, who? Juris Familia, who? And they just knocked the Mets around all day. Um, But let's just get on to, before we do anything too in-depth about what's actually going on, our favorite teams. So I'm a Red Sox fan, been a Red Sox fan my whole life, love the Red Sox. I I don't think I can count how many games I've been to now. I used to try and keep up like, oh, I've been to like eight games. Now it's like high 30s probably. (laughs) I think mistake. you probably have me beat. Well, maybe. I will definitely. I would say so. Uh, I'm a big Yankees fan, as you know. I think last season alone I went to 14 games. It was a great time. Uh, once I figured out the train schedule going from Connecticut, it's just too easy. And it's too easy to just reach into my pocket and uh, yeah. most some more cash going to a Yankees game. But the sad reality is I had a 12-game pack this season, and I had a few free vouchers too. And then yeah. – uh, the whole pandemic and the plague started, so here we are, and uh, it's sad, but hopefully next season I'll get to use that season pass that I got from my grandmother and my mother. I love you both for, for my graduation present from them, so hopefully I'll be able to use those. But yeah, I mean, um, let me just dive into my favorite player. Yeah, please. You start. You can go ahead and start that off. Let us know. Perfect. So my favorite player on the Yankees, it's tough. Um, Didi Gregorius was my guy, as Tyler knows. He's making that face over there. He was my guy. I love him to death. However... I, I have to move on from that. You know, the hardest part is letting him go. I had to let DD go. He went over to the Phillies. Um, <laughs> but I think my new, my new favorite Yankee, without a doubt, has to be number 99, Aaron Judge. 
You cannot beat that man. He is a monster out there in right field, making great plays, hitting the ball all over the place. I mean, he's the only man that I've seen, at least in my lifetime, hit a ball off of the black glass at Yankee Stadium. Dead center field above Monument Park. That's impressive. <laughs> impressive stuff. You can't beat it. So number 99 Aaron Judge is my favorite player. Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, you know, a, a similar sentiment coming in here for me, my favorite player on the Sox was Mookie Betts. Um, and I, I even caught a foul ball off the bat of Mookie Betts. So that that moment was incredible for me, uh, getting to catch a ball from my favorite player in Cleveland, by the way. That wasn't even at Fenway. I went to a game in Cleveland and caught a ball off of his bat. What are the odds? I go to so many games in Boston, never get one. I remember that. Um, but if I had to pick a guy who's my favorite on the team right now, I'd probably go with Chris Sale. I love Chris Dale. He's an incredible, incredible pitcher. Um, I think his temper needs a little work. A little <laughs> work. Uh, needs to get injured a little bit less. Maybe mm-hmm. stop uh, stop going too hard because mm-hmm. we, we know you're good. You don't need to impress us anymore. We know what you're capable of. We saw you in 2018. We, we hear you. We see you. Uh, we know what you're capable of. Uh, I'm very excited to see what this year holds because moving in here to – this segment coming up, anyone can win this the World Series this year. This Absolutely is anyone is going to win. But let's talk quickly about our memorable games. Oof. Memorable games that we've either been to or just ones that hold a special place in our heart. What about you, Noah? What's your favorite game as a Yankee fan? That one's easy for me. I had the opportunity to go to game four of the American League Championship Series in 2019, where the New York Yankees took on the Houston Astros in the Bronx. Uh, you can't get bigger than that, you know, in baseball during this time. And and it was one of the greatest games. I should say the greatest game I've ever been to in my life. Uh, that was a big game where Tanaka had the start. He gave up a few runs early. But at the same time, he stayed in there. He brought his team back into the fight. And the Yankees had a huge comeback late in the game. And my favorite play was Gary Sanchez hit a rocket right off the wall in left center field. And D. Gregorius came all the way around from first to take the lead. And I was losing my (laughs) mind. And my uncle was actually with me at that game. We went together. Uh, and that was uh, – I had a gig for Magic. So I actually went to that game for free, which was the coolest Ooh. part of it all. Yeah, I just per- – for, for Magic for a bus trip, I got tickets to the game. I brought my uncle, who was a Mets fan, I mind you. And he even said that was the best game that he has ever seen in his life. Ever seen yeah. in his life. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was fantastic. And then CC Sabathia uh, uh, during that game, you know, he just uh, – the emotion that he shows – during that time, it's it's fantastic. And oh um, yeah, poor CC man, that was absolutely. Even as a Red Sox fan, I was like, oh man, oh, I yeah. hate you, but oh, it's touching. It was tough. <laughs> it was tough to watch and um, watching that moment I, unfold as a Yankees fan, it was a heart wrenching. And I think Joe game. has a moment here for yeah, us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that he pulled. CC still knows how to get it done. It once was so dominating. It once looked like a. Left-handed Verlander, right, with the velocity and the stuff and the... I'm going nine. Good chance this is his final appearance at Yankee Stadium. If the Yankees can't turn this thing around, rally in this series, he's announced his retirement. They're going to want to go check on possibly his knee or possibly something that didn't feel right. Maybe it's the shoulder. Steve Donahue, first man out there. 
And you'd hate to see this be the way he walks off of the diamond for the final time here. Hopefully just a cramp or something. Too bad. Oh, just heartbreaking pictures as CC Sabathia walks off of the mound and off of the field in pain. Serious. No, oh, chills. Uh... Chills. <laughs> I have absolute chills, and that just goes to show I am a baseball fan first, and a Red Sox fan second. I, I, gone, I can feel a moment when I, I know what I do. Life. I could have gone my whole life without having to watch that again. It was. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm tearing up just, just just thinking about having to see that again. <laughs> Goosebumps, oh, man. Oh, one of those moments. But I'll tell you this: CC's a fighter. And he, he's joked about it. It's been joked about. I wouldn't be shocked if CeCe tried to come back and at least go out on a high. I would not be surprised at all. Like far, far, stretch, far stretch. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, listen. And CeCe, in his younger days, he was like a Jedi, which is why they had this there he is. All Wars bobblehead of CeCe <laughs> Sabathia. All right? He's like a Jedi. He can come back. He has those mind tricks he plays. Phenomenal pitcher. And that is my memorable game there of the New York Yankees. So go ahead, Tyler. Um, I've been to a lot, a lot of memorable games. I've been very fortunate that the games I go to have these incredible moments. Like I saw Austin Jackson flip into the uh, Red Sox bullpen. I was there for that. Um, that was an, one of the best catches in the last 10 years. Not that one. Not that one. Uh, yeah, the okay. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, that one was good, too. Wasn't there mm -hmm. for that. I wish. Um, but my favorite game and memorable moment was I was there for David Ortiz's last walk off as a Red Sox player against the Astros of all teams. Look, something else we got in common there. I got mine over there. I can't reach him. He's beyond me, but I got my David Ortiz bobble. We went to that game together, actually. Yes. Um, I absolutely loved that moment. And it was one of the greatest games that I got to bring my dad to for his birthday. We got to meet all the players on the field. We got to walk the warning track and then big poppy, hits a walk-off to win the game. And I do believe Joe told me he had a video for that as well. So let's see what he's got.
That's a record setter. That is his 600th double that ties Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds is the only players in history with 600 of those and 500 homers. And he carries the bag, second base off of them. That's the reason why. A record setter. What a moment. And a career of extraordinary moments. He's done it again. Red Sox win it in 11, 6 to 5. David Ortiz destroyed one into the triangle. Big poppy, baby. Oh, man. And I'm fairly certain that was the game that he missed the cycle by a triple. And he uh, hit a ball. That was the second ball he hit into the triangle that game. The other one looked like it was going to – that he would easily get a triple. Even Poppy was easily going to get a triple, but it bounced out for a ground rule double. I was like, no! How cool would that have been to see David Ortiz hit for the cycle? That would have been epic. That would have been epic. But, uh, hey. Oh, I love it, right man. There. That's how you want to go out. That's how you want to go out. I mean, right? that's so cool. That's so awesome. And, and it was a milestone hit, as mm-hmm. we saw in the video. Not only was it a walk-off against the Astros, and, oh, yeah, there's Dad rubbing some vinegar I was right say there. It. I was going to mention it. <laughs> I was going to mention it. But you know what? I didn't. Yeah, unfortunately, Noah couldn't name Jeter's last game at Yankee Stadium as his favorite because he missed it because he got in a fender bender. Yep, yep. It was not a <laughs> and good I, day. the Red Sox fan, was at Derek yeah. Jeter's last home game for that beautiful walk-off. Uh, we'll have to talk about that on another episode because I have no. some video I can send to Joe of Perfect. my perspective of the right. walk-off. I had just turned my camera on, and he hit that ball. I'll send, uh, I'll send Joe pictures of my bumper so that way we both have something to from that day. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I think that you'd appreciate that. Um, so those are the fun moments. But let's talk about what happened this offseason. There have been some massive issues. I think we talked probably for a combined 48 hours about this, this, this big one. The Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox have all been accused of cheating this offseason. The Astros, more specifically, have been in the biggest cheating scandal of all time. And I, I, they, it probably took place against the Red Sox. Yes, granted. We did end up beating them in 2018, so it didn't matter. But as a, as a Sox or a baseball fan, the integrity of baseball was ruined by the Astros right here. And it just opened that door to, oh, my gosh, how many people are doing this? Oh, yeah. how, how long has this been happening? And then, of course, the mastermind, of the entire operation, Alex Cora joins the Red Sox when we win a World Series. I was like, oh, no. So that brought all of our winnings into question, as well as all of the Astros winnings. And then there was that one with the Yankees as well. Do you want to delve into that a little bit? Because it was so gray. It was such yeah. a gray area. So after the after the Astros and Red Sox thing took place, the Yankees, uh, there was an article that was released that basically stated the Yankees were also a part of some type of cheating scheme or scandal, and they were using cameras or something they shouldn't have to be uh, doing that. Now, the Yankees did get fined a while ago 
for uh, someone in the bullpen, I'm sorry, someone in the dugout had an Apple Watch on, and they yeah, were likewise. being relayed signs live. And the Red Sox, that was one of the things that they got in trouble for as well. Yeah. Uh, however, the thing with the Yankees, with the cameras and all that, nothing ever came out of it. So that that with that, the Yankees basically said, we don't have to talk about it then. They were kind right. of just like, if nothing came out of it. If there was nothing found that we did anything too bad, let's just sweep it under the rug and move on. And then what happened was a couple months ago, uh, a, someone ruled that, oh, we can just – put this story out there now and we'll just talk about it and beat the dead horse because why right. not? Uh, and I think it's just kind of a, who, who knows? They're just trying to share the wealth, I guess, with all this yeah. going on. Yes. Uh, it's been going on forever. And it's one of those things that it, it just kind of, I don't know, at this point it's like, listen, if you did it, you did it. Sir, right. your, like, take your punishment. You're a jerk. And let's move on. Right. Because at this point we're just ruining the game of baseball. Yeah. And after this scandal with the Astros, baseball needed, needed a massive positive lift and uh with all the massive contracts and everything i was like wow this is going to be amazing let's talk about that quick the massive contracts trades and signings garrett freaking cole baby (laughs) garrett cole is going to the yankees and man that i was like great let's forget everything that happened this offseason garrett cole is coming to the Yankees. Mookie Betts and David Price are going in a blockbuster move over to the Dodgers. Massive, massive offseason. I'm like, great, awesome. This is going to bring everyone's focus back mm-hmm. in, right? Garrett Cole, you, you've already spoken on the matter of Garrett Cole. You're very happy to see oh, Garrett Cole. When, the night of the Garrett Cole signing, I remember I was in bed and I was staying up and I was staying up because I wanted to get the notification and, you know, tweet about it, talk to someone about it, text someone about it. And it didn't come out until like 2 a.m. Right. So I remember it was about, it was about 12.30, midnight, 1 o'clock, and I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep. And I went to sleep and I woke up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night around like 4.30 in the morning, something like that. And I remember peeking at my phone because I was like, oh, maybe something happened. And I looked and I saw Yankees land coal and then they put the price there of the 300 mil. And I literally looked at my phone and I said, thank God, and then I just went back <laughs> to <the movie. laughs> it. Was just like, thank you so much. Like, we desperately needed that. It was great and news to have after the tough brutal that season. Uh, but uh, you know, we're here, it's happy. And hey, Brian Cashman, we call him Santa Claus now. He brought us coal, and we're happy about it. So that's all I'm gonna say. Listen, y'all have been hating on Cashman for the last 10 years, and he does one good thing, and y'all are like, oh, we'll keep him, exactly. we'll keep him. Cash, thank you. That's fine. I I hate everything else about you, but thank you. (laughs) Hey, I was mad about Didi, but he made up for it with Cole. Um, But I saw so many memes of like the, I'm going to tell my kids this was Santa Claus, and it was a picture of Brian (laughs) (laughs) Cashman. But I'm like, so true. So true. But yes, and then. um, But Santa, he put Cole in your stocking, so you were bad. No, no. Uh, uh, I I had a good uh, thing going. I had a good thing going, and you ruined it. (laughs) But no, hey, I'm so on, sorry. No, 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 baby. On your side, though, Mookie and Price jumping ship. Let's hear about your favorite player taking off. Brutal, absolutely brutal. And uh, like I said earlier, baseball fan first. I am happy for Mookie Betts and David Price. They're going to a team that will do big things and has been doing big things for the last four years. How many times they made it to the World Series in the last four years? Uh, three at least, right? <laughs> they don't win. <laughs> but they make it there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mookie Betts is hands down my favorite player of all time. I loved watching Mookie play, um, winning the All Star uh, MVP 
He won MVP in 2018 over Jose Altuve. That is like mass. And now we know good because Jose don't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) David Price, though, you would know this. The audience doesn't. I have never liked David Price, except for his performance in the 2018 postseason. I have never liked David Price as a player because I, I just don't like his attitude. His, the way he treats all the Red Sox legends, he acts like he's better than all of them. He's never like David Ortiz. So when he signed with the Red Sox, it was a year after he got into that fight with David Ortiz. At which, by the way, I was at that game too, where he hit David Ortiz with a pitch, and then he hit Mike Tarp with a pitch, and then all of our guys got ejected. But he didn't. Imagine that. Um, so if it took Mookie leaving to also get rid of David Price. Sorry, Mookie. Price needed to move along, um, but still at the same time, absolutely crushed. But we still have a good outfield. Still have a good outfield. Yeah, Andrew Benintendi, J.D. Martinez, Jackie Bradley Jr. You know, these guys can play. Um, so is there going to be a massive hole without Mookie Betts? Absolutely. That is a hole that is going to be very hard to fill, especially since he was our guy since day one. Not, not one you want to see go. It's like if we lost Xander Bogarts. Wait. Need wood. Knock on wood. We can never lose. Can never lose Xander Bogart. I'll tell you right now, though. The Red Sox better start saving some cash if they don't want to lose Xander Bogarts because that guy is good. Well, he got his money. Xander Bogarts got his money, and when that happened, I was like, "All right, not looking so great for Mookie. Not looking great." And I, you know, I've said it for a long time too about Andrew Benintendi. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's sticking around. And forever, I have said, just look at him. Just look at him. He looks like a Yankee. He just looks like a Yankee. He looks like he belongs in New York. And I bet you, when you lose either Hicks or Stanton or one of those guys, you are going to be seeing Andrew Benintendi in New York. I, I just feel it. I'd love it. it. Maybe, maybe when Brett Gardner retires, because, you know, everyone knows that needs to happen. It's going to happen. Hey, hey, I don't know about needs to happen, but that's a topic <laughs> for another day. That's a topic for another day. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was crazy to see. And of the, I think the biggest thing of the offseason was numbers all around. I mean, Mookie's high numbers and getting traded is insane. You know, it just doesn't happen yeah. to a guy that produces that well. And then Garrett Cole's extremely high numbers with his high strikeouts, 326 strikeouts. That's insane. And a 25 right. and, uh, 20 and 5 record with a 250 ERA. I, I, I mean, that. All right. The fact they didn't win the Cy Young still bothers me. But. I regret. He deserved it. I regret. Oh, absolutely, he was deserved it. Verlander got it. It didn't even makes sense. Like they were on the same team, but still. Anyway, right. I regret. <laughs> I regret. Well, we don't. We can't handle Verlander crying for the fifth season in a row. So give him the dang award, and maybe he'll stop crying about it. <laughs> yes, Jim Barr, you are correct. The Yankees will steal Benintendi, and I'm going to laugh all night long the second I get that. Dude, news. when we were in high school, and it was rumored that Jeter might be leaving the Yankees. I was like, oh, please. Oh, please. I need that to send him to the Red Sox, please. Um, oh, man, this offseason has been just so fun. With the, I, I'm excited, too. Even though we're only getting 60 games, who knows? The, oh, yeah. the, the, the Padres could win the World Series this year. Uh, let's not get crazy. Listen, listen. We've talked – we, we want to get into this right now, Noah. Do we, we want to yeah. get into this? Let's jump, let's jump into it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because they got, they got, I know you don't like him, and I don't like his attitude either, but Manny Machado. 
Well, look, I, I, Manny Machado is a phenomenal shortstop. Like, I don't think our third baseman, wherever you, wherever you put him, I don't think there's anybody right. better in the game, if you ask me, uh, defensively. Right. Defensively. Fair enough. But he's got a bat, too. I know he was the last strikeout in the World Series, and that's going to follow him for the rest of his life. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that until now. So, yeah. Oh, I will never forget, because Man, when he went to a knee, it looked like he was a giant K, so it was perfect. He looked like he struck out. I absolutely loved it. I, I honestly think, with a young team that they are trying to build, with a leader at the helm of Manny Machado, they have a solid – with 60 games, anyone can be hot for 60. All they have to win is like 40. Exactly. And they'll, and they'll be fine. The first the first 10 games of the season have never been more important. Right. Like, in all actuality. Like, a 60-game season, you're pedal to the metal, like, the entire season. There's nothing else you can do. You yes. have to be that no from, the, from the beginning. Um, so, yeah. So, hey, in terms of the shortened season, obviously we had these uh, – uh, what should we call it? There's players who aren't playing. Oh, I know. That's what, I was just going to bring that up, all the COVID opt-outs. So – I think we counted 13 uh, prominent players. We didn't look into the minors or anything like that, mm-hmm. but there's 13 players that have been listed. Um, just to name a few, Ian Desmond, King Felix, David Price, Ryan Zimmerman, uh, Nick Markakis, Buster Posey. What are we going to do? What are they going to do without Buster Posey? That he has been a leader in that, in mm-hmm. that clubhouse for so long. And then look at Ryan Zimmerman. Oh, yeah. They're coming off of a World Series mm-hmm. championship, and they're Absolutely. just going to be like, eh, uh, we'll be fine. Out of all of the names, I honestly will say, I think Ryan Zimmerman is the biggest loss. Because yes. of the fact that he is a veteran presence. It's a right. young, you know, uh, they have a couple, a few young players. They're the only team in baseball, but they have a couple young players. But Zimmerman was so clutch for them last season. He carried them through. He kept the morale up. And that's a huge loss for the Nationals to have to really change. Right. And the sad reality is, no matter how great your team is a year, you know the next year you're not going to have that same group of players playing together. And that's a sad reality. It happens every single year. Brutal. And the Nationals have already lost a few people. They lost uh, uh, Perea, Baby Shark, all right? They lost him. <laughs> and that was, I mean, that was their entire postseason. That's that a guy. movement. Okay? A I mean, movement. Yeah. That guy was like he was like he's like the yes movement, but for baseball, yeah. I mean, he was going in. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kept the morale up. He kept so much going. Uh, but Mick, I think um, Zimmerman is the biggest loss in, in baseball. It's um, yeah. Look, he, he, Joe just put up Mike Leak, another big name. It's like, oh, oh what geez. are what are what are these teams gonna do with missing yeah. these? I, uh, well, we know they're gonna bring up their minor league talent. These for guys sure. are gonna get it. They're gonna get a shot. Oh yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I say, what are they gonna do? Like. As in, a, oh my gosh, this is an unpredictable. Uh, as COVID has been for everything else, just we don't know how to how to adapt to this. I think the last time the the United States or anything had to adapt to a crisis was, uh, you know, many many decades ago. Mm. Um, so we don't we don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> very fun. Joe, you may <laughs> see, you may see a comment that came up in the. the <laughs> In the comment section there, uh, my father posted that next thing Tyler's going to say the Reds can win it all. Listen, when they bring up our boy, our hometown boy, Big Cat Sal Romano, they are going to win that World Series because Sal, every time you're pitching, we're watching. (laughs) We're watch Reds games. You're right. (laughs) And every time I I face Sal in the show, I'm like, all right, I'll, 
I'll let him get a. I'll let him strike me out. Yeah, I'll let we'll, we'll <laughs> give him the one. You know. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I mean, at the end of it, it's going to be as you say. It's going to be crazy for these teams. Uh, David Price. I mean, the, the Dodgers picked him up for a reason. They wanted to have an <laughs> arm. They uh, <laughs> they lost I Ryu. Pinjin Ryu was a solid guy for them, which I'm surprised they let him walk. In, in all honesty. Especially to pick up a, a price. Well, they had an idea, right? They had an idea that Price was going to be their guy. Still, and... though, he was. Uh, I mean, Hinjin Ryu came in second in Cy Young in the National League, so it's it's right. nice to let a guy like that go. He was a very big proponent of them making it so far last season. And if you ask me, he's still one of the most underrated pitchers in the game. Uh, Hinjin right. Ryu. So uh, I'll, oh, I'll Nick Markakis. Oh, it's another one. Just seeing these names pop up, it's like holy cow. That's you're, it's it's funny because a lot of them, yeah, they are all like guys who have been in the league for a long time. A lot of them, not all of them, not all of that them. One, there are a lot of older huge. players. This one's huge. Michael Kopech for the uh, White Sox. The White Sox are said to be having a, a, a an amazing season, and right. their, biggest, their biggest point of contention is, is pitching. So the fact that they have a, a righty going down, a solid righty at that, is is tough to Unfortunate. see for a team like Unfortunate. that. Unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and and it stinks. COVID. I forget who said it. I was talking to someone uh, while I was editing a video yesterday and they said, it's just the reality we're going to have to live with right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to love it. We just got to accept it. There's going to be no crowds in the stands. um, But some places have said they're going to work with doing like crowd noise and pumping in noise. We'll see. We'll see. Hold on. I watched the Mets Yankees game yesterday. Yeah. You heard that, right? It was great. I love how the Met, the city field did the cutouts of people in the stands. (laughs) It was a a charity. They put, they did a cutout. They were all $86 a piece commemorating their 86 uh, world championship win. And they put the stands uh, all had people's cardboard cutouts in them and all the money went to a COVID relief fund, which is really cool to see. It was really fun to see. There were people who put pictures of their dogs and stuff and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I heard the the fan the noise being pumped in from the fans. Yeah, and I was sitting on the in the living room. I said to my mom, like, you know what? I, I think Dude, I could do it. It was no, not accurate. Was- like every t- every time the camera changed, like the noise was bad. Like, wow, you know, these guys um, are doing pretty good. It was funny because obviously. Obviously, it was biased because they were at City Field. So even like if, even if Gio Rochelle made a great play, it was like oh boo, you know. But yeah, right, <laughs> right. Along those lines, it was never a hundred percent what a crowd might do. But it was a start. It was good, and I feel like it's going to help the players too because they obviously need that to feed off of and, and to play. And so, so I'm and yeah. Joe mentions too at least ten umpires reportedly to opt out of the shortened MLB season. Joe West not one of them because Joe West doesn't believe that COVID is real. Yeah. <laughs> Joe West is like alone. COVID. COVID's not killing these people. That is Joe West's hot take. And MLB was like, no, no, shh, shh. Joe, stop, stop. <laughs> Just don't. Maybe don't say anything. Maybe don't say anything. <laughs> uh, Jim Bard loved the uh, the cut the paper cutout to the fans. Yeah, I thought they were great. It was they're like those big fat heads. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the seeing people's pets got me. That was funny. I maybe I'll send so, them over of Kruger. My cat. Let's talk into quick our season expectations and predictions. I know we do this every year, uh, just before uh, before we even started podcasting. Noah and I would go, "Who's going to win the World Series?" Day before one. the season starts, day uh-huh. one, we take our picks, and Noah knows I've been pretty good until the Nationals. The Nationals blew me away last year. They blew no one, no one picked that. Yeah. But for the past few years, I've I've been good. I'm I'm the predictions god. I get on board, and Joe knows. Joe, our producer, uh, was on the uh, XFL podcast with me, All Four Downs. Joe. Joe knows what I'm capable of. 
Um, so I, I'm going to go first, if you don't mind. My pick to win the World Series this year, Tampa Bay Rays. Ugh. Tampa Bay Rays are going to win. <laughs> I don't pick with my heart. I don't pick with my heart. You Did you see the surge they made at the end of last season? At the end of the last season, they were like, we're going. We're going to make it. And then they fell a little short. Just a little short. You watch 60 games. This team wants to win. You, I'm telling you. I'm tell, with guys like Snell, they have an incredible chance at getting 60-game season World Series. I don't care about that little asterisk. It is still a World Series. All right. Fair. Let me guess. You're taking the Yankees? I will. You know, I, I, excuse me. I didn't, I didn't start <laughs> yet. Okay. Thank you. Now, I, I'll say this. Listen, 60 games is almost impossible to try and predict. I mean, there's right. nothing you can do. If you have a bad first 10, you're done. Essentially, right. and the rest of the, the rest of the rest of your league just craps out as, as much as you did in the end of the season. So it's crazy and almost impossible to have to uh, talk about that and even predict that a little bit. However, I've been I've been saying this obviously for the last ten years, the last decade, when the Yankees have been trying to, <laughs> to the uh, to the to the the gem in the fall, you know. But I am going to have to do that again, and I am going to pick the New York Yankees as the COVID Cup winners. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm going to stick with the COVID Cup. I think it's great. Uh, the COVID <laughs> Cup winners, the World Series champions of 2020, for one reason and one reason only. I think that they know that they just have to go hard, and they're going to do that from the very, very start. Uh, they haven't stopped. They were one of the few teams to opt in to staying in Florida as long as they possibly could to keep training. Garrett Cole is hungry. And my favorite thing that Cole said was uh, people are being interviewed all over the place like, oh, if you win the World Series this year, it doesn't really matter. It's 60 games. It's not really a full season. And it, it, who cares? Excuses for losers. Exactly. And Garrett Cole said this, <laughs> and I will never forget this because I was like, that is awesome. Garrett Cole said, listen, there's going to be one COVID World Series championship. Who wouldn't want to have that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a fact. If you could be that team that said, yeah, we won we won 45 out of 60 games, that's yeah. huge. And, I, and I'm telling you, the Yankees are going to do that because Cole is, is a grinder, one thing. He can go long yeah. innings, and, and he doesn't get tired. Cole was ready to come out of the bullpen last season, and they didn't, they didn't use him. I can tell yeah. you right now, I can see Cole being used more often than not in, in tough situations on short rest, on over-pitching innings, maybe going 120 pitches a game. I'm telling you, he's going to grind. He's going to be ready, and he's going to be the biggest reason the Yankees go all the way this year. That's my opinion. Noah, for 2017 and 2019, I picked the New York Yankees. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of losing. I'm just – I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh, I, I, can't, I can't bet on the number one guy anymore because the number one guy keeps letting me down. I've had enough. In but, 2018, I picked the Sox, and uh, so you know, I was it was good. That was a good year. That was, I really enjoyed that. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm not really, you. But, uh, you know, cool. it's gonna make the difference. To uh, to go back quickly, just to what you mentioned about the uh, people are already making excuses. They're like, "Bro, oh, it's an asterisk." I'm like, "You are only making that because your team's bad. Mm -hmm. Because you don't think that your team can do it." You yeah. wouldn't be saying a thing. No Yankee fans are saying it. No Sox fans, no Dodgers fans, no Indians fans, no Cubs fans. No one is saying it on this side because anything's possible. We know 
as the Red Sox fans, you know, as Yankee fans, that they, this team can get the job done. The Red Sox fans may not have as good of a chance as the Yankees do, but they're looking good. For sure. They're looking like they can get this done. With 60 games, uh, anyone can do anything in 60 games. So stop making excuses. It is time for everyone to go full throttle and run it into the ground. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you had something you wanted to bring up really quick. Um, we have a competition idea. Yes. Um, for next Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. But I, I think I saw, um, uh, whatchamacallit, I think, uh, did Joe want us to pick MVPs? I thought I saw that at the bottom of the screen there. Did you want to oh, see that pop up? Did you want to have an MVP this season? Did you want to do that? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. Let's just do it quick, and then we'll go into yeah. the go into uh, it. So, if I had to pick an MVP, I, I mean, I'm just going to go with Aaron Judge. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go Garrett Cole. I don't think it's a question. All right, uh, easy enough. I mean, enough. I don't think we really have to explain ourselves there. Nope. They they kind of speak for themselves. Easy but yeah, go go into the uh, contest. Yeah, so we are going to be giving away a T-shirt, a baseball T-shirt of your choice, of your team, and of your player. We're going to be uh, announcing that on our Instagram page, our Baseball with the Bard page. You'll see a graphic there about an hour after the show goes off the air. Well, we'll have that contest beginning with all the rules and regulations of that. If you want your chance of winning, just follow the rules on the post. Make sure you're 18 years of age or older and you're a United States citizen and we hope to see you there on our instagram page for that t-shirt giveaway so with that uh i think we're gonna wrap it up here uh, i appreciate everyone who tuned in live um i want to thank joe our producer for clovercrest media uh this has been baseball with the bard if you are looking to do any clover uh any sort of podcast hook up with clovercrest media joe will get you all the details you need and we would love to have you be part of clovercrest media for Baseball with the Bard, I'm Tyler Bard, and that is Noah Cross. We will see you next time. Baseball with the Bard.